Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Alex Bonilla. Hola. John McKenna. Hi, everybody. And Andy Potter. Hey there. Uh, today, Alex, John, Andy, and I are here to rank our t- uh, consensus top five favorite Rick and Morty stingers. Uh, we are in the long, potentially very long Rick and Morty off-season hiatus period, and uh, we finally have a Rick and Morty topic discussion for you all here at the Overly Animated Rick and Morty podcast feed. If this is your first, uh, if you only subscribe to our Rick and Morty uh, feed, then this is our first uh, podcast in a while. Apologies for that. The last thing you saw was uh, in that feed was the uh, OVAEs, our uh, awards for uh, all of animation, and Rick and Morty took home the top two awards, so that was great. Um, but a uh, reminder that uh, we cover a bunch of shows, all of that at OverlyAnimated.com. You could check out our main feed uh, for all of our stuff, see what we've been doing recently, uh, see if any of it interests you at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for Overly Animated on your podcast app. That'll get you that. Um, might be covering uh, Final Space coming up. That's a show that might, uh, might interest Rick and Morty fans. So check all that out at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, and subscribe. Uh, and if you're new, subscribe on our Rick and Morty iTunes feed or YouTube to not miss any of our podcasts. We covered all of season three recently and season two uh, several years ago. So uh, today we're talking about top five stingers. This a stinger is the post credit scene. Uh, this is something that I think kind of, uh, somewhat Rick and Morty is known for. I mean, it's in every episode except for the pilot episode. Um, and we will be, uh, we've gathered our consensus rankings, uh, among, uh, the people on here and a few others as well, at our, at Overly Animated. And we'll be counting down, uh, top five stingers from all three seasons. So, uh, first we'll talk about, um, some, just how, how stingers function in Rick and Morty in general. And then we'll get into our rankings. If you don't remember all of these stingers, uh, don't worry. We'll remind you, uh, of what they are as we go through our favorites. Um, and we found them on YouTube compilations. If you search for uh, like Rick and Morty Stinger on YouTube, uh, they're all right there, back to back. It's very easy. Um, so let's let's talk talk some things out about Stingers to start with before we get to the rankings there. Um, which is uh, first, it's like what I said. Like, is is are is Rick and Morty known for Stingers? Like, is the is this one of uh, the show's strongest traits? Do we think these post credit scenes? Uh, John, what do you think? Is uh, how how iconic are stingers uh, in the lexicon of Rick and Morty? I, as far as iconic, I'm not sure. Like for me at least, I have this instinctive reaction. Once the credits roll, I've changed the channels, and I'm probably not alone. So a lot of people don't watch the stingers. Yeah, I, I, think, least... I, th- I think when a lot of people first uh, marathon Rick and Morty, they uh, they would miss the these post credit scenes. Then you realize they're there, and you have to go back and and watch all the ones you missed. Yeah, I think it's it's because once the credits roll, Hulu kind of cuts it off, which for me, that was the case for me. So I had to go back and watch it. But then again, I walk out of the credits in in movies sometimes, too. So I miss those post credit scenes. And I know I'm supposed to stay for that. But um, but I mean, they are very funny. They're not very I don't think they add too, too much to the plot. I mean, a couple do, but they are but they are hilarious. They are sort of the, the gags and the gag to end the show. It's. I mean, they do them better than most other shows that have stingers do. So, if you want to go say it's it's something they do better than other shows, yeah, sure. Are they iconic? Mm. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see if there are some iconic ones as we count down the list. Uh, Alex, does anyone do stingers better than Rick and Morty does? Not that come to mind, but I just don't think stingers are a common thing with animated shows. At least not the ones that I watch. How anyways. about not just animated shows? Anything in general? Movies, well, live it, action shows. Well, 
just in general, stingers belong to the Marvel universe. That's like the only thing I think of when you say post credit scene. So, but but aside from that, from uh, Rick and Morty, I think it do- it does them well, but I don't think it's a thing that you associate with Rick and Morty necessarily. Interesting. I, I feel like I kind of associated with the show. So, I, like uh, the the punctuation of going from credits music to the uh, like ending notes of the episode. That's something that uh, definitely sticks in my mind, and I think that's kind of like what uh, makes the stinger. Uh, like it, it's a specific comedy timing beat where you have, you end the episode, you take a breath, uh, you go to the credits music and then you like have this, uh, like denouement or like it's punctuation mark at the end of the episode. And I think that that's like, uh, how it functions, uh, in a unique comedic sense. Um, Andy, uh, what do you think, um, as you're going through all these episodes, did anything stand out to you as like what makes a great stinger? Uh, like what, what, what do you think made, made, uh, stingers go to the top of your list here? I found it really interesting when I was going through all these stingers that the stingers that I remembered, the ones that I, like when I, when I first started watching them, when I just started watching all the stingers in a row, I'm like the ones I remembered and I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch out for this one, this one, and this one. Those ones were the ones that just weren't that funny. Like the ones that just stood out to me in my memory were just the ones that pushed forward some plot. The ones that actually were like my favorites were just ones I completely had forgotten about. Like, they were just, like, short jokes that just were, just land so well, even, like, years later sometimes. And it was just interesting the way that 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 laid out for me. Yeah, I think a lot of these function as kind of surprises. It's like, oh, wow, that yeah. didn't see that, that coming. That's a kind of outlandish thing that happened at the end of the episode. And uh, I think that reflects in our rankings as the ones I thought would easily be towards the top uh, were not. And there's kind of some random ones that uh, that didn't didn't expect to be in there. So I thought that I thought that was interesting. Um, Alex, what was yeah? What, what about you? What what made uh, a good stinger on your list? I definitely value humor over the meaning of of the of the stinger, especially in a show like Rick and Morty, where for a long time it was very episodic. It was only very loosely tied together through continuity. Only up to season three is where we're getting uh, we were starting to get more of a con- connecting tissue between the episodes, and I think that's also where the stingers begin, including more more of the story elements. But also, at least personally, where the Stingers aren't as entertaining as the first two seasons, because I feel like just the Stingers earlier in the show were more focused on just hitting you with the, the final joke that they couldn't fit into the episode. So, like the, those Stingers, I prefer to the ones that are just like an added story thing that, but it doesn't get touched upon again in the rest of the show. Yeah, there's definitely an evolution, I think, of of these stingers throughout the show. I think something that stood out to me in the first season was that there's, I think two that have like two scenes in them. And that like, isn't something that's like when you're watching them all back together, uh, it's, it's hard to tell like what, uh, what episode they're from, if it's the next episode or not. And that's something that definitely is not replicated after the first season. Uh, just like switching scenes. It's like, this almost could have just been stuck at the end of the episode before the credits. And I think it evolves into, uh, this is a very specific outlandish gag or a specific, um, joke, like based off of the contents of the episode like a callback to something that happened uh, i think we start to get into uh it settles in more in seasons two and three uh john what about you what stood out as a uh, elements of a great stinger it made me laugh like for me that was for me when sometimes rick and morty gets to be and sometimes it can be overwhelming on the first go because you're trying to keep track especially since i started uh podcasting with you guys it was a 
it's very overwhelming to take in all at once and you need to like take some time to decompress but then you have that stinger and it's like a great sort of lighthearted funny note to end to end the night so when i made my rankings i sort of went for the i went for the i went for the humor aspect like the ones that i would watch and get and get a get a good laugh out of so for me that's a good stinger yeah and on a humorous note uh, you guys seem to be valuing the the funnies above all else with these stingers. I thought the show uh, required a very high IQ to appreciate. That's what I've heard. In, in the twenty two minutes before the stinger, sure, but when you're only given thirty seconds, don't don't try pressing something important there. Just give me a joke and let me leave with a with a smile on my face. <laughs> so you're saying uh, you don't need a high IQ to appreciate uh, Rick and Morty stingers, is what you're it, saying? It, yeah, you don't need a high IQ to appreciate Rick and Morty in thirty second chunks. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. This should, these stingers are very intellectual, and I think that you guys do not appreciate some of these more intellectual stingers. And well, stop letting copy pastas infect your mind. Look, this is the this is the current discourse about the show. It's what we need to talk about. But um, <laughs> but we're gonna get to the great ones. But how about any you guys hated watching back? Either hated or is like this didn't oh. work. Andy, what what do you think? Oh my! I have one that I just hate more than anything. It's the one in the Unity episode, the one where okay, Rick yeah. almost kills himself because you have this incredible scene, emotional scene, and it's immediately undercut by the stinger. And yeah, just, the, yeah, the the, the uh, attempted suicide is not the stinger. Then it's uh, Rick Rick visiting uh, Beta Seven is the stinger yeah. of that episode. Yeah, and that that stinger just pisses me off. I'm like this this episode. I would have wished they didn't have a stinger at all in that episode because it just completely undercuts the entire emotions you're feeling at the end of that episode. I I really just don't like it. Interesting. That yeah, that one wasn't on any of our lists. Um, I didn't. I don't hate that one, but yeah, I get one thing is should be noted. We just rewatched these in a compilation, so we don't have the full context of the episode. I think some of these work better if you have the context of the episode. So like that that that's a good point. That that might have been might have undercut that great moment at the end of the episode. Uh, John, any that uh, you didn't care for watching back? Uh, I have. To- I think, well, I, I have the list with me. The one I kind of put toward the bottom was the season one finale, was the season one finale one from Risky Business, where it's just, it's it's Linkler getting repeatedly inserted and exited out of giant alien boobs. It was, it, alien I don't, orgy, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, for me, it just was like, meh. I mean, I mean, the ep- was the episode really, was the episode good? I mean, it was a funny, funny enough episode. It was, I mean, it was a funny enough episode. It was the Titanic episode, and uh, Jerry wants to relive. Yeah, great, very good episode, but that scene, not, not yeah. a highlight. Yeah, great episode, decent, decent season finale for sure. It wasn't it didn't blow the it didn't blow the door off like uh, season two's did, but that that sort of end scene, it was like, yeah, nah, nah, not really. It, it didn't work. It it was nah. Like if okay. that's the last that's the last thing I saw of season one, I I'd be like whatever yeah i think season one they didn't really get the art of the stinger down yet i think that's uh potentially reflected although we'll see we'll see if any season ones made our list alex uh ones you didn't like yeah i agree with john the the link the linkler stinger was not that great also the uh, episode sits uh, like that one that's one of the ones that has like two halves stingers and there's the one that's just them in their cronenberg universe and just Hey, we are Cronenberg now. We're in this Cronenberg universe. They, the joke is just that they keep repeating Cronenberg over and over again while surrounded by all the Cronenberg monsters. That just kind of fell flat too. 
And just, but I think that's more a reflection in general of me just not being totally into the body horror that the show sometimes dabbles in because I think that's also the Linkler stinger too. It's the entire joke is that it's just him being shot between different vaginas of different uh, creatures. But like the idea is fine, but watching it is like, eh. So just, those two in particular stood out to me as like not. So you're saying you funny. had you had too high of an IQ to appreciate the uh, being <laughs> repeatedly inserted into all the vaginas. That's what you're saying. No comment. Okay, no comment on that. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think the Linkler one's that great. But uh, the two that always stood out in my mind is not very good are both from season three actually um i've ranted enough about the season three finale on this podcast but the season three finale stinger uh which is just mr poopy bulldog 2.0 on its own pretty funny so like watching it back it kind of works it's 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 like it's funny but uh it's just a repeat of the season two finale stinger and it just is infuriating that they just did the same joke again but uh, they did give us they didn't give us the time either so you're left there like well when the fuck are you yeah, coming back yeah he just said a really long time that's it <laughs> no yep. a year and a half unlike last time the other one i don't really like is the um more Pfizer workers. Uh, th- not everyone agrees with this. I think someone had it somewhere on their list. Um, from Whirly Durly Conspiracy? Yeah, I don't really like that one. But uh, in general, I think all of them are very good. Um, the two that really stood out to me, and one one didn't even make our top five. But uh, let's go through some honorable mentions here of what just missed. So the process we did is I had everyone send me there. This, if you listen to our... Um, episode rankings uh one i think we had we used the same system where everyone sent me their list i compiled gave uh, five points for number one four points for two they ranked the top five and then i just compiled it into our consensus rankings here um these guys along with uh delaney and michael have uh additions to this so uh we uh we have some ones that just missed i'll do ones that got over five points i guess um so oh one thing i wanted to say was that Five, uh, we had like six people submit rankings and there were 17 out of 30 represented on our top five lists. So there's not a lot of consensus here. Over half of these stingers were somewhere on each of our lists and, uh, there's no one that was on, uh, all of ours, no one that was on all but two of ours. Like, uh, three, three people listing it was the max. So we really don't agree on what's the best here. Very How subjective. How many different number ones? Um, I believe, uh, all but two of you listed the same thing as number one. Other than that, um, there's all different. So two of you three had the same number one, but other than that, everyone had a different number one. So, um, ones that just missed here, uh, we had, uh, me and Delaney are the only ones who appreciated the genius that is water tea at the end of uh, get (laughs) swifty. Uh, if you if you i think uh, all the way back to when we did our initial episode podcast on get swifty that is that is the only good element to that episode is water is uh, iced tea and uh everything with uh his his letters and they're fighting the numbers and that stinger is so good i think it's like the worst episode of the show uh it's not a bad episode just the worst and uh but Which water tea wrong, but, water tea know. is so brilliant though so uh, you must appreciate water tea then alex if you don't think it's the worst episode I think it's a top half stinger. Uh, it, it did. It didn't make my top ten, but I, I do think it's uh, it, it's a decent stinger, and it, it's a nice joke seeing him go from ice tea and to I water. Better tea. crunch the numbers. That's <laughs> yeah, that too. The, the, the <laughs> that ending, gra- ending graphic as it was an action movie. Yes. The, it, it's it's a fine stinger. I have no problem with that being in the discussion. Okay, yeah, that was my it? number six. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Get out of here with that. It didn't, you had to put it at number five or else it didn't count. Um, something, uh, this was, uh, one of our number ones that didn't even make the list. Alex's number one is the, uh, Jerry and Doofus Rick from, uh, close (laughs) Close encounters of the Rick kind. You were the only, you were the only one to rank that one and you, you put it at number one. So tell us why you love that one, Alex. Look, it's just, it's so sad. Jerry finally found something happy in his life. And you got the dramatic music, and it's like a like a rom com, like climax, and it, d- dumb Rick uh, holds up his hand in the middle of the rain, and then the, it's just undercut immediately by Rick just sliding. I'm like, who's this dipshit? So it's just like it. it the, at least to me, the the juxtaposition of it being just a slow dramatic scene, and then just Rick showing up out of nowhere, it's like the perfect be- comedic beats to me. It, it gets me every time I, I watch that episode. So yeah, that's my favorite. But uh, I, I'm I'm very sad. Nobody even thought to even think of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we broke Alex already. Yeah, um, I, I I sympathize with Jerry now. <laughs> who, yeah, who do you sympathize with? Who, like. who who are you in that scene? Doofus Rick, Jerry, or Rick? <laughs> uh, I'll let you guys describe me. <laughs> I mean, no one else agreed with you, so I think you're doofus work in this scenario. <laughs> I, think, I think that's how that works. Uh, I think that that's a good stinger. I think I agree that's a good comedic beat. I don't know. I think there's better ones, but uh, any other comments on that one? I thought it was fine. Yeah, I didn't mind fine. it. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. It's not. It's not bad at all. Um, so number six, uh, just missed my number one, and I'm very upset with you all because to me this is absolutely far and away the number one stinger in Rick and Morty. Uh, I don't get it. You're gonna have to explain yourselves, holding you accountable for not including the total Rickall stinger, uh, with Mr. Poopy Butthole's physical therapy. Uh, it's not a good stinger. Okay. It just isn't. Well, Andy, explain yourself. It's okay. That was one of the stingers I remembered, Dylan. That's when I was like, oh, this is gonna be on my list before I even started watching them. And then I watched it again, and it's just like, it's just boring. It's, it, it's not even like shocking or funny. So it's very really. different from ev- all the other stingers in the show. That's for sure. Yeah, it is, and it and I I don't know. It just didn't fit the tone of Rick and Morty for me. Like I remembered really liking it the first time I saw. Yeah, it. Yeah, well, I th- I th- so my 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 uh, explanation to you would be that it works a lot better in the context of the episode. Um, I think that uh, you have to remember Mr. Poopy Bottle is just the stupid uh, yeah. random character that doesn't even exist and he's just there and I don't know the line of uh, the physical therapist says uh, he says sorry you didn't he says to tell you sorry you didn't have bad memories of him uh, just <laughs> incredible it ties the whole episode together um yeah it's rick saying uh he didn't uh he's not pressing charges i think that's the getting shot equivalent of uh not mad at you uh yeah. just just so so good the best episode of rick and morty and uh yeah it's different it's not overtly laugh out loud funny andy i think you need a high iq to appreciate this stinger maybe i do i will yeah. say that i will say that the last line of the stinger when when rick says that's the way the news goes is a funny callback that's the- see, that's my least favorite part of it i feel like that's just tacked on i feel well, like see, it doesn't I, need I, that I, I think here's where it's standing out like what we're valuing here we're, some of us value the humor in the stingers you seem to value the emotional impact well, Since this that, I think that, this is the I would say this is the only one that has an emotional impact, but this is the one that has the emotional impact. Like exactly, like, but like if, if it doesn't if it doesn't come with humor, then like I'm not that interested in it. Yeah, John I, John I, John ranked it as his four, so he's forgiven. Hey, here's the thing: it, the humor actually, I still laughed when I rewatched that because I remembered the context of the episode. I remember, and I and I thought to myself, if this is taken out of context, this is a really awful thing that Beth did. 
But then I remember, you know, again, maybe it's clouded due to recency of season three, but it's like, nope, Beth is kind of awful. Yes, this is an awful thing she did. And I still remember being kind of actually laughing my first episode when I realized, holy shit, Mr. Poopy Butthole is real. Yes, that's the that's the impact. Like, yeah, that it was for me, it was funny just the way that episode ended and how it carried into the sting it's great the best episode the the best thing are you guys are wrong um, I, I do want to say it's a well it's a well-made one though one one detail that stood out to me that i don't think i'd noticed before is that while they're they're t- rick and beth are talking to each other mr poopy butthole is looking uncomfortably at the window like oh she she's there yes so like I, I, that, that little detail i hadn't noticed before i was like okay that that's cool that was there yeah um, not, it's not the funniest stinger, but we're not ranking the funniest stinger, guys. Come on. Come on. Okay. Anyway. Best also, equals funniest. <laughs> best equals I re- funniest. I, re- I remember, I, I, the funny thing about the episode for me, I'm like, cause I was still, at, when I first watched the stinger, I'm still trying to wrap my head around, how is he, how is he real? This doesn't make any sense. And then I talked to my friend, I was like, okay, how is he real? And he said, go back to the, th- go back to the intro. I'm like, well, okay, he's there. He's like, exactly. He's there. They're, he's yes. having the, they're having bad memories. I'm like, wow, that was clever. Yes, he's in the intro. It's it's the I think the most brilliant gag of the show. Yeah. I think is Mr. Poop Butt on that episode. Slid in there. You didn't notice it, and yes. it pay off until the end. Yeah, when Beth shoots him, and then again in in this, and then uh, the uh, well, okay, I'll get to ones other ones that maybe just missed after to not spoil the top five. But our number five is the Mr. Poopy Butthole. Uh, post season two finale stinger, post wedding squanchers, that got in there as our no- collective number five. It was uh number two on my list. I think it's the second best one. It was uh number three on Alex's list. It made Michael's list. Um, it was seven on my list. And okay, but <laughs> we counted top five. And uh, it's uh yeah, this is this is the part three of the brilliant Mr. Poopy Butthole guy. One is okay, he's actually real. He bet shoots him. Two is oh, he's there at the end of the episode. We're still doing this, like it's continued. And then number three is oh, he's there again, and he's meta commenting on the show. It's so brilliant because he's this fake character that's uh you know the gag is he's not real and stuff. And then here he is talking to us about uh the events of the season two finale. And uh, he says it's going to be a year and a half or longer. He was correct. And uh, he's talking to the pizza man. Uh, I think this is brilliant. These, the, When I think Rick and Morty stingers, I think Mr. Poopy Butthole, I think the uh, Total Recall stinger and the Wedding Squatcher stinger. Those are my top two. Andy, you just a strong reaction, I think. I I think I'm just kind of sick of Mr. Poopy Butthole. I might just be – I might my. I understand that these two stingers that I didn't didn't put on my list, Dylan, are good stingers. I think I just my vision is clouded by the fact that I'm kind of sick of it. The the season three stinger and it's season not three finale stinger. It's not the season two stingers fault that they brought him back for season I know. three. Yeah. I know, but I think it clouded my judgment when I first ranked these, and I might have shuffled some around a little differently. But still, it's like it's hard to capture that same feeling I had when I first saw these. Yeah, that's true. We're we're talking about them in a different time. Uh, our reactions might have been different. Alex, uh, you you had this at number three. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I I think I'm with Andy in that Mr. Poopy Butthole isn't one of my favorite characters, Ugh. but just uh, th- this stinger in particular is just very iconic because of the whole "see you in a year and a half." And uh, up until then, it is pretty funny too. I especially enjoyed the element of the pizza man just being oblivious to whatever Mr. Poopy Butthole is saying, like "Ooh, ooh get off of me." So like uh, it's it's a strong stinger for sure, and uh, also just at the beginning where he's like actually watching the credits with you. It's a it, it's it's all nice. But, but is, Mr. I, Mr. Absolutely Mr. iconic. Right? Isn't, 
Yeah, this is actually iconic. Mr. Yeah. Poopy Butthole isn't the one who makes it iconic. It's the jokes that he no, gives. No, it's it's a combination, Alex. It's a combination. This is a we're, we're way too we've we've uh, reversed course too much on Mr. Poopy Butthole. He is. I, I think we did top minor characters. I think I assume he was uh, very high on all our list uh, about a year ago. But um, yeah, John, thoughts on this one? Uh. The, the 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 season two finale stinger yes yes oh yeah that that um yeah that i actually kind of liked it it was funny again it was a stinger i saw on youtube after the episode ended because i didn't realize there was stingers i for whatever reason season two i was just i was i totally forgot that stingers existed i don't know why but uh but it was i actually thought it was pretty funny i like seeing mr poopy butthole because like, i was like hey look he's back and him being really meta him Eggins on and then I remember actually feeling when he said oh we'll be back in a year and a half I'm like oh come on am I really gonna have to wait that long for this yes, shit answer yes and, yes you will and it's like and of course now thinking about Rick and Morty and thinking about every other show I watch I I'm I'm now realizing oh wow how how selfish I was to only be waiting a year and a half for <laughs> something I really want to see yeah, uh, that's the new norm. This Game of Thrones, uh, Rick, uh, 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 what's American Gods? This is the trends. Rick and Morty started it. Two thousand eight. They just decided to make two thousand eighteen a dark year for yeah. Everything no, we no love. shows on this year. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think that I think when people think stingers, they think that scene. So I'm glad it at least made our list. Uh, number four, our consensus number four was the Mermaid Puss, uh, the Ricklantis mix up stinger. <laughs> This was Michael's number one, John's number three. It made it was my five, so I'm glad glad this made. Uh, John, you had it highest among us. Uh, thoughts on Mermaid Puss? It had completely. It had nothing to do with the body of the show, <laughs> and that was great. I mean, I mean, the whole episode was a troll. Was a troll job to begin with. It's you start off with them going to Atlantis. It ends with them talking about Atlantis, but the middle was the Citadel, which we were all waiting for. And it was just – I think that's just the ultimate example of uh, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland just deciding to screw with, screw with their fans. And I loved how they actually made it about this whole – they described – they all described their whole trip to Atlantis and made the joke about the Citadel. It's like dumb joke. It's, oh, glad we don't have to worry about that Citadel ever again. That's totally irrelevant. I mean it's a dumb joke but at the same time I absolutely loved it and it was very funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's this it's hard to talk about this without the context of the first scene and the middle of the episode. Um, but it, it's funny on its own. Uh, you have Morty talking about how he hopes he'll get to see uh, the mermaid again. I, I like that take on that trope. Um, but it's just and uh, Rick commenting that uh, yeah, nothing's ever gonna be relevant that happened at the Citadel. And of course, uh, evil Morty is. Uh, our main, I guess, our main antagonistic force. Maybe it's hurt by the fact that he didn't come back in in season three. Um, but uh, this is just such a brilliant uh, conclusion to the episode. I think it's funny on its own. I think it's even better in context. Uh, yeah, Alex, Alex, Andy, why do you hate it? I had a number seven, so okay. I, That's I high don't enough, def- sure high enough. Yeah, but I, I think it's good on, on its own. It it definitely needs the context to be funnier than it than it is on its own. But yeah, just the whole like, hey, uh, I hope I meet that mermaid again. Like, and and also just the meta line of, oh, that citadel. I don't care what happened to the citadel or whatever like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it it was a good enough stinger. The fact that it only happens in the garage and uh, it also just makes it feel a little bit homey compared to just the grand scope of the episode that we just had before it. 
Yeah. So that's it's also a nice touch to consider here. Yeah. Uh, Andy, do you know? Do you not have a high enough IQ to like mermaid puss? Is that what's happening? To appreciate the mermaid puss? I mean, if that's just what you're gonna go to every time, Dylan, then sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, look, we, uh, we've never another... said that on the podcast before, so I'm getting it all out of the way in one in one go, guys. That's that's. What this is. <laughs> Uh, uh, to answer your question, though, I think this is a similar situation to the uh, uh, the Unity episode with um, Rick going to talk to Beta 7 at the end. This kind of undercut what I was feeling about the episode before it. This is a funny clip on its own, but it was preceded immediately by like this really dramatic, all these people dead out floating out in space. And then we get this scene and it isn't it doesn't undercut quite as much as we're committing suicide but it does feel a little out of place to me and i and i it was just an it, it was it pushed it just off the list for me i did like this scene on its own but i don't think it fit as well with the rest of the episode okay yeah i, I think comedically it works a lot better than the unity episode yeah. just because like this is like it, it's rick it's our rick and morty the ones we know who don't care at all about the whole evil morty drama so like it works here Whereas in the Unity episode, it's directly involving the same character. So that's kind of an issue. Uh, I think it's intentionally undercutting it. It's a framing device for what's happening in the middle. Um, It's all all very calculated. Yeah. I mean, your mileage may vary on whether it works that well, but uh, definitely intentional by the show. No, I I get that it's intentional. I just don't think it succeeds for me personally that's all okay sure um yeah so look uh are you guys satisfied we got the mermaid puss on there i think that's a fan favorite but we got uh is it <laughs> i i don't know i think i mean are you saying mermaid puss is not a fan favorite of yours alex uh I, I'm, just, I'm just saying i don't think when you hear rick and morty i don't think there are fans who say oh the mermaid show <laughs> not the mermaid show yeah, and they're also not never yeah they're also never mermaids on screen so yeah on the other uh, hand you might hear like one or two people say oh that one with the mr poopy butthole right i mean that's the number one icon or, i think or I the think, one with the pickle rick yeah well oh, okay no. that's that's not good <laughs> we're not <laughs> I mean, we love that episode but I, we don't want the show to be known for pickle rick um coming it's, a, t- it's, a, it's also known for a mcdonald's sauce uh yeah unfortunate um <laughs> rumors of the chezwan sauce being a uh regular thing at mcdonald's coming soon i saw that recently on the yes. subreddit so a uh, good job all you guys that uh like sold your houses for this uh smart move um t- tied at number two uh we have two that i really did not expect to make our top five but uh no, tied for number two i'll start with the one that had less i was on less people's list this was the number one of both John and Andy and was on nobody else's list at all. <laughs> this is which, an amazing feed! Which is the uh, Taddy Mason stinger from Look Who's Purging Now. What? <laughs> How did no one else like that? Okay, Andy. Why? Why is Taddy because Mason the entire incredible? episode, Jerry's going around asking, is that is that Taddy Mason whenever anybody picks up the phone? And you're just going, who the fuck is Taddy Mason the entire episode? And then the stinger comes on and it's just framed perfectly. I just love this entire thing where you're just like, oh, Jerry just wanted to talk to this random asshole who had just, he was giving money to someone to talk to. That's the only person who would be friends with Jerry. Somebody had to pay. And it's like, like, cause through the episode, you're like, is he like, is this like a hooker or something? And it's somehow worse than that. I don't know. Like it, it gets, it goes lower with Jerry somehow. Like he finds the lowest thing and gets even lower. I don't, I don't understand it. Okay. So you like it cause it's anti Jerry. <laughs> That's what. Yes. Cause Jerry's it's, a piece of shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it potentially works even better in the context of the episode. I don't remember that, uh, that context it, yeah, that well. it, it happens it like a- three times people pick up the phone and he's like it's a taddy mason they're all and like beth and summer are like we don't know who that is dad 
It's yeah. the purging episode. Yeah, the purging one. John, uh, what do you love about this one? Uh, again, this is the one that I, I this is I think it's actually the only one that ended with me just bursting out laughing because uh, first off, it's like because I, I remember the episode it was an OK episode. Uh, but it, it's, you know, Beth is like, who is Teddy Mason and why did you pay seven hundred dollars for him? And first off, I'm thinking, really, Jerry is actually calling this like str- like stripper hooker line because that's what you think you think Teddy Mason, you're thinking of Ashley Madison. And then it comes and then the ad comes on the TV. It's just like some guy you talk to. And I'm like. This is quintessential, sad, pathetic Jerry. And it's and it's like you're laughing. It's like and he's it's like it's not even that he's not talking to a sexy woman. He's talking to just this random guy because he has no life and no friends. and is just this sad sack of shit. And it just ends with Beth just going, Jerry, get a job. I just thought that was it's like it's like you feel it's like I want to feel bad for him. But at the same time, it's. Fun to laugh at Jerry's misery, and that was that might be up to that point. That may have been his debut that he has to actually do that to get human compassion. That's why yeah. I had it at my number there's, one. There's a recurring theme of uh, us loving the Jerry misery in these ones. We'll see to come, but uh, yeah, I think I think that's a good one. Uh, it was in somewhat in contention, but you know, maybe, maybe I just need to rewatch the episode to get the full context. Yeah, I'm just going to say, like, I, I didn't really think about context when ranking most of these. And just on its own, I, I think, like, the, the main joke is making Jerry look pathetic. But I think a, a couple of stingers do just do that better. The one that I ranked my, as my number one with Jerry and Dumb Rick. Also in season three, you had a couple of good ones with, like, Jerry losing his unemployment check to the wolf and the wind how- howling loser. Oh, my God. That's, and, so, that's and, so good. And the, also the Jerry's mind blowers, just him being totally incompetent. I, I think, like, there are several stingers that highlight Jerry being just a sad, pathetic sack. And uh, this one, like, it, it does that, but it just, it's just it's too obvious, I think, at least for me, to, for, for the joke to be as funny to reach my top five. But it wasn't obvious because you sort of held out hope that Jerry would at least have the decency to call a hooker. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's stated very well, John. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll rewatch the Purging episode. That's one I like, and uh, yeah, I got to see the full context on Taddy Mason. I do remember that being a great gag in that episode. Okay, yeah. the other one, the other one tied for number two. Um, also, didn't see this coming. Making our list, it is. Uh, Buff Rick and Summer are beating a bunch of people up at the end oh. of some something Ricked comes this way. Uh, huh. this, this was uh, number four on Delaney, number two on Michael, number two on Alex. Alex, uh, you didn't see this coming. Yeah, I, I didn't expect to like this as much as I did when the rewatch, but it's just uh, the the song just goes perfectly with the scene. Next, gonna give it to you, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rick and Summer just being buff is in itself is just or is just a funny image, and uh, particularly in our current political climate, just seeing a neo Nazi and a Westboro Baptist protester getting beat down is just <laughs> cathartic in a sense. So, like, well, it's it maybe on in. On purely humor, it's not a great sting. It's not a top five stinger, but like just in, in terms of how it made me feel, it made me feel hype. So that that's that's also a good feeling to come out of it at, at the end of an episode. Just like, oh yeah. Okay, I think we've determined that X gonna give it to you is your hype song. We can you can, <laughs> can now go. Back it probably is one. for a lot of people <laughs> after that episode. 
Yeah, this, I, this is a good one. This was somewhat in contention for my top five. Didn't quite get there, but I do think it's it's very it's very funny on its own. And to be honest, I don't even remember why they were buff at the episode. Like, well, well, they got they got buff a, to beat up Satan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a potion. That's that's not one of my favorite episodes, but it's uh yeah this, this underrated this, episode. But, uh, yeah, it, it, well. it was it, it's un- underrated, but would I put it in the top five? Probably not. Uh, the stinger, yeah. Um, so there you well, go. I met that, the I met the episode. The uh, well, was clearly top five now, but uh, the episode. But uh, the stinger it did it make hide for a second on our list. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is this is one that does jump out to you watching them all again. Like, uh, oh, this is different. Uh, we go with the the song going, and uh, yeah, them just uh, relevant to our current political climate. Despite it being the season one, this is the only season one stinger that made it. But our number one stinger. Uh, from, uh, you know, I thought it would be the uh, post-season two. I thought that was a lock for the season two finale one for number one. But no, uh, it is uh, the wolf eating Jerry's unemployment check. It's uh, Rick Mansing the Stone. <laughs> That's uh, Delaney's number one, John's number two, Andy's number three. And that was enough. That's it to, <laughs> to get it to number one. Three people consensus. John, you had this ranked the highest. Uh, you really, I, th- I assume this relates to your uh, Jerry being a loser speech. Uh, yeah, and I, I would just like to preface that three of my top five were just were just stingers of Jerry being a loser. Uh, so, but yeah, this one was bad. Like, as, as I mentioned, you know, like to Taddy Mason, you thought that was like Jer- Jerry's lowest point. This is him actually feeding his unemployment check to a stray dog. Because he inferred that the dog prefers to see him suffer. I mean, it's just, you watch it, you're like, oh my god, this guy is an absolute wreck. He's losing, he basically just lost a mental battle with a rabid canine. And it was, again, it, it's hilarious. Like, he's holding a chip, he's like, but this will give you nourishment unless my suffering is your nourishment. So he feeds the check, he spits out the check, and the wind. And the wind just yells, loser. Uh, very humorous, very funny, and also, my God, that guy really needs to get back with Beth. No, don't don't <laughs> wish that upon Beth. Did that happen in the finale? I don't even yes. remember. Yeah, yeah it did. Are, are we, are, is that going to count yeah. in season four? Will that? Wow, <laughs> you've already blocked that out, Dylan. Good I really job. don't care about Good the last one. No, 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 well, of course, yeah. the question is, did he get back with real Beth, or did he get back with Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, that'll be a, t- that's oh, a potential good. topic for oh, later. God. This is a clone Beth. Andy, you had this at three. Why do you like this one? I mean, I think I think John said most of the reasons already, and we talked about a lot of them for Taddy Mason. I think the Taddy Mason one does the making fun of Jerry a little better. But um, I do like this. I love the little gust of wind with loser in the background. I think that really ties the scene together. And the part where he's just trying to explain to the dog, like, but this is actual food in my right hand. I will give you actual food. And but the wolf just the the dog just wants the unemployment check and just chews it up and spits it out. Like it's just it's just a really funny scene. I don't know what else there is more to say to about it. Yeah. Uh, high IQ to like the no JK. Um, but I, I, okay. I think that the, uh, Jerry saying, um, you know, you want my, my unemployment check, but this is actual nurse. I think that might be the funniest Jerry moment in the show. Like, yeah. I like, uh, so that I'm, I'm fine with this being number one. Cause that, that, that like line of dialogue from him is so, so good. Um, 
It's it's just it really works. Uh, that episode's very good, and uh, I don't actually love the loser wins. I think it's too on the nose. Um, so that shot it down a little bit for me. But I this this was uh, close to to making my top five, and uh, yeah, just the uh, the the, the rabid uh, dog being able to distinguish between his unemployment unemployment check is is really funny. Uh, Del- yeah, Delaney pushed this up to number one. She uh, she said Jerry's suffering is high- counts highly her for her list. So there you go. We that's what we appreciated. Uh, that's our that's our top five here. Uh, what what do we think? Is this a good top five? I believe all your opinions are are too heavily biased against your uh, by your hatred for Jerry. <laughs> Uh, Alex, speaking for all the listeners of this podcast, that we've frequently gotten that feedback. So, in, in my defense, Alex, my my other picks were not about Jerry, but they just weren't on. Just no one else liked them. And, and I, I'm speaking as someone who put number one another a different Jerry Jerry yeah. Stinger. Yeah. So. But it's it's a solid collection. Some other ones that uh, we we already went over the three that most just missed, but some other ones that got multiple votes were the uh, Stacy and the Moon Tower at the end of Rest and Relaxation. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we had uh, oh, and the the Vampire one at the end of Big Trouble in Little Sanchez got uh, multiple votes as well. That was my number um, four. Yeah, uh, and uh, one I'm uh, one I'm pissed that got nowhere near our top five. I was the only one that appreciated Concerto at the end of Pickle Rick. It's it's really good stinger. It has nothing to do with anything, uh, and it brings Jaguar back. I loved it. I think this is one of that's one of the funniest ones, but no one agreed with me. Um, most things only got one vote, so there's a lot of that. And uh, yeah, the the Morty turning into a car and that, that ranked highly. No one else had that. That's an amazing that, stinger. That's an that, amazing callback. But that, that's one that's definitely dependent on context. Yeah, that, yeah I, I do, it's I just a it's just a throwaway joke earlier in the episode yeah right right so it's much funnier if you watch that in the context of the episode on its own it's just Mm. a surreal scene it's like okay i don't think i was even crazy about that at the time but um it's funny and i hold man delaney had that as her too um no one else had that ranked so there's there's a lot of other other good ones here um let me look back at my list because i feel like we didn't even uh two we didn't even touch uh, three okay here's three we didn't even uh get close on no one voted for these three uh phoenix person at the end of the uh season three premiere well, that, that's went, an that went absolutely nowhere in this in season well you can't you can't knock at points for it going nowhere see and, that's and, season three problems and the only joke is oh phoenix person that's a dumb name that that's the entire yes, joke it's a funny yeah. joke a lot of these are one joke stingers yeah um, but it wasn't i also problem. think that one's pretty iconic uh the uh hamsters in the butts world uh they go on vacation in the first uh interdimensional cable episode i thought that one's very funny um and then controversial so i'm not surprised it made none of our lists but king jellybean uh the oh. statue of him <laughs> I think yeah. that is the by far the strongest element of that storyline in the Meeseeks episode is the uh, they're talking about the legacy and hiding it of King Jellybean. And uh, like, I think that the stinger is when that satire is uh, at its best. Um, like it kind of is. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it works uh, particularly well earlier in the episode. And uh, but just it's the social context of them cover covering it up. And uh, it was very relevant, I think, potentially at the time and still relevant. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, definitely a, a strong, uh, I think, a very different uh um, temperature these days to watch that scene. I think it was potentially relevant at the time with the Paterno stuff, right? Um, and uh, but we're having it again with the gymnast. You know, like it's uh, it's it's constant. And yeah, I, I thought that's really strong social satire at the end of that episode. It definitely. You just didn't realize how long ago season one was. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was one stinger that I when I watched back again, it was uh, 
I, I thought this was so. I thought it was interesting. It was it was it was the one where they do Jerry's mind blower. That was my number five. One thing I noticed in that stinger, one of the tapes that was in the box was labeled Sleepy Gary, which Ooh. means yeah, which means I which means I, when I pieced that together when I saw it, it basically realized this means that after total recall. Jerry was so broken up about losing sleepy Gary, Rick had to actually remove that memory from his brain to calm him down, which is very, very funny. Yeah. Like, it, even, though, even though Sleepy Gary was fake, Jerry sl- could not... S- sleeping Gary always funny, yeah. yeah. The, Jerry the, could not fathom living without him. Yeah, the, the Jerry's uh, Mindbenders, the E.T., I think, parody. Um, yeah, yeah so, it was. A lot of people like that. Other, other ones none of us had, the are... Uh, or didn't either none of us had or didn't uh end up making the top five. The Einstein, uh the the balls, the time traveling balls discovering uh oh, Einstein yeah, yeah. and causing him. I think that one's very funny. Yeah, that, that one was my number five. Uh, Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele, great chemistry even in this show. So the like and just like the 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 visual gag of them like going the joke of time. they caused him to do the e equals M two square. I think that's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Now that uh, you need a high IQ to understand. Right, oh, Einstein, like yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was Einstein. That was the episode that made me realize I should stay and watch the Stingers because I saw the whole episode. Then I saw the credits and they said special guest Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele. I was like, wait, Jordan Peele wasn't in this one. And then I saw Stinger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There he, there he is. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oscar nominee Jordan Peele in Rick and Morty. There you go. Um, uh, the the Pirates of the Pancreas uh, conference call. I thought that's very funny. That's the um, first good Stinger. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think that's. I think that's. That's a good. That's worth noting. I think Jerry's answering machine at the end of season three. I think that's worth noting. That's a very funny one. Um, the Blitz and Shits commercial. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's super stand out, but uh, it's uh, Rick's like, and I am in the commercial. Well, it sounds uh, like the whole thing was like improv, and I really love it. Yeah, definitely improv, and then they animated it. Um, the uh, my horrible father from Morty's son in that episode where he gets that him on the uh, talk show or whatever. I thought that's a pretty solid one. And uh, yeah, uh, Gearhead, no love for the Gearhead stinger. Are you in Gear College? Or yeah, I think that's a great line. Yeah, oh, an, an okay stinger for an okay episode. Uh. I don't know what episode even was that. Oh, it was the Vindicators. Oh, we're not even getting. We're not getting back into the Vindicators debate. That's, <laughs> we can't uh, do it with Alex here. The uh, M Night uh, Shy Malalians post simulation sequence. I think that's funny. That was yeah. like a really long scene, though. That was like almost yeah, they, like- yeah. That's that's before they got the handle of it. There's two. There's two different parts to that one. Yeah. Uh, so, um, in the, have we mentioned all of them yet? Uh, we had. Uh, um, I think you mentioned the call center one disparagingly yeah. earlier in the in this. You like that? You podcast. like that one though? Yeah, I, I really. I think that's my favorite season three stinger. Honestly, like just the, them using the, the work jargon. It's like, no, guys, relax, relax, and then it just gets killed up by a bird. It, it's yeah, the, short the, the, the talking part is is fine. It's just the the hawk taking them away. It's just at a. Yeah. I, I agree that that particular gag is the weaker one of the two, but like it's just it's a it's a nice package for me, and I, I okay. just. Enjoyed very yeah. much. And the last one we've been talking about is Scary Glenn at the end of the Scary Terry yeah. episode. It's it's yeah. fun. It's not, not very good. That I love that episode, but the stinger is not not the highlight. Yeah. But that's like the actual first one, right? Because the first yes, episode that's the first yeah, stinger, yeah. So. stinger. Yeah. Uh there was the one where Jerry gets fired for his Apple's ad after spending yeah, the whole that's episode the realizing post, it was a yeah, great that's ad. the post simulation one. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that's, the same stinger. Oh, that yeah. was? Wow. Yeah, yeah, I think that's still uh, yeah. That's that's the Jerry getting fired and then Rick uh, like uh, threatening Morty. Yeah, I think that's kind of an iconic one, so definitely worth mentioning. 
Okay, there we go. We, we talked about all of them. Uh, what's what's your favorite stinger? Uh, let us know. And uh, we, uh, what, what, how was our top five list? Was it terrible? Um, you know, I didn't expect the uh, Jerry unemployment check to be number one, but very funny. So uh, that's that's good. Oh wait, um, I, I think there's one we haven't mentioned in this entire episode. It was like a, um, in the post Cronenberg world. Where Summer is reciting Jaws in a cardboard TV as as yeah, yeah. We, Jerry. That's that part, part one of the two part Cronenberg. Oh, uh, okay. right, yeah. yeah. I yeah, think like, the Cronen- I think the Cronenberg works very good. One is very good. I think it, it's a context dependent one though. It, it, it definitely and it was the first time they they really played with the whole parallel universes thing yeah. in the show. Yeah, yeah like, and then the joke at the end is that summer uh, reading Cron- from the Jaws script is the joke I remembered of that. Yeah, that's part one, and then cr- the Cronenberg original Cronenberg versions coming back into the uh, non the Cronenberged up world, and then like assimilating in now. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the part I hated, but I, no, I, I didn't love, that's the strong part to me. But yeah, it's it's uh, that that episode is a trip, and it's great. Um, but there you go. Um, yeah, let us know your thoughts, overlyanimated.com. Uh, leave us uh, comments on the website. If you're listening on YouTube, leave us comments there or leave, potentially give us an iTunes review about what you thought. Uh, we'd love topics for more Rick and Morty off-season discussions. You know, it's going to be probably even a, a year longer than now, so we have a lot of time. Uh, we won't be like weekly or anything, but we can we can do some more Rick and Morty podcasts. I'm struggling with topics uh, to do, so uh, email us, uh, podcast at overlyanimated.com, if you have things you should think we should talk about. Um, it could just be top five lists. It could be deeper dive, serious discussions on uh, different things. Um, and uh, yeah, check out uh, our main feed for all of our podcasts. Uh, we have a Rick and Morty uh, Discord channel uh, at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, just one channel among our larger overly animated Discord. You can come talk about Rick and Morty there and consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Otaku Guy one and thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Uh, anyone, final thoughts on these stingers here? Uh, do we have a post credit scene? Or are we going to do a little skit after the, after oh, the outro that's music? A good, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, well, we'll play the music now. Bye. <laughs> okay, what's up? Okay, say bye. Bye. And the podcast. Uh, bye. bye. Take, take uh, okay. care. Okay, what's our post credit scene? The music's it, playing it, it, right I, now. Thank you, Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it ter- turns... Okay, here. Well, one, two, three, let's go. So it turns out uh, none of you had a high IQ all along. Ah. Uh, well, you didn't have to tell me that. I knew that already. <laughs> but if okay. we knew that, then who really has the high IQ here? The listeners, they're telling us we're all stupid, and they have really high IQs because we didn't choose their stingers. Here's an alternate one. Oh, yeah. Oh, just got our first feedback from the podcast. Uh, none of you have high IQs. Oh.